Hi guys, welcome to the podcast. It's me, Liz. Before we get started, I just wanted to let you guys know that this podcast is on Instagram at Purpose Found Podcast. You can follow it and never miss episode updates. I also wanted to let you guys know that you can support this podcast and myself by checking out the links in the description of this episode. And also don't forget to leave a review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify or both. It really helps the podcast grow and reach more amazing listeners like you. And now, on to the episode. Welcome, Divine, to the podcast. How are you doing today? I'm good. How are you? I'm okay. (laughs) (laughs) I've had better days. (laughs) Oh, I completely understand that. (laughs) Yeah. You would think since it's summer, like, the seasonal depression would go away, but, like, that anxiety is still just nagging sometimes. (laughs) It's annoying. (laughs) Yeah. Um, so I was hoping that you could tell the listeners a bit about yourself as well as your business. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I'm Divine. I am a copywriter specifically in the real estate investing space. And what that means is that I write conversion copy, which is like all of the words that are designed to sell things for um I can write for real estate agents, but people in that real estate space are people who are doing, you know, flipping houses and buying houses and selling you apartments, things like that. Um, And it's a lot of fun. (laughs) Wonderful. Um, So where did this business idea come from? um, And how did you kind of, you know, start to put it in motion um, you know, basically, what is your origin story, uh, right. to put it that way? Yeah, so it's it came out of kind of nowhere. Um, back when, so my mom, she has owned so many businesses over my lifetime. And back when she was a personal image consultant, she had me write down a lot of the things that she would say to her clients she had me um, write little letters to them and she was like you're really good with words you should be a copywriter and i'm like what the heck is that (laughs) (laughs) all i knew about as far as copyright was copyright law which is wildly different you need to like pass the bar exam or something for that but copywriting is exactly what it sounds like it's actually writing stuff with a w um so i kind of let that idea pass through me i was like 15 or 16 at the time and then fast forward to 21 um i had quit my job (laughs) with no plan and i always knew i wanted to get into marketing i was really excited about it but marketing is just such a wide world that i didn't really know where i would fit into marketing and i remembered my mom telling me that little word copywriting so i decided to google it one day and then I, it kind of looked like i would do social media management because um, that's just what seemed like the easy and obvious choice but one i will tell you social media management is not easy <laughs> <laughs> social media managers definitely earn 
every single penny they charge and then some. But um, then through the wonderful algorithm, um, I discovered this course called Write Your Way to Freedom. And it's a mentorship with one of the best copywriters in the world, Sarah Turner. And she taught us all about like buyer psychology and how to write good ethical copy that is not necessarily, um, it's not sleazy. It's not, you know, that manipulative types of sales copy that you can typically find on the internet, but she teaches you how to write it ethically, which I loved. Um, so that's how I got into this and I really just started putting it in motion by doing the things that Sarah said and then realizing the need for it like there are just so many people who have great ideas but they don't always know how to put them into motion and just with what I have been learning over the years um, I realized that it's too important not to share <laughs> mm. yeah mm -hmm. I feel like um when it comes to people that are younger trying to figure out their life and, and figure out um, their purpose and their passion, um, mm -hmm. one thing that can probably help is to um, try things that they already have a natural talent for. Yeah. Um, and then also try to find mentors and people who already do what you might have a talent for and they do it mm -hmm. well. Um, do you feel like mentorship is something that's, I guess you would say, lacking for younger people to be an entrepreneur or be an artist or be whoever they want to be? Um, right. would you feel that that's kind of lacking or do you feel like that's actually, it's getting better? Um, that's a great question. And I feel like in the age of information, since we have the internet and things like that, um, whatever you're looking for, you can find it, which is really awesome. I would say as far as the older generations pouring into younger generations, sometimes we can be at a little bit of a disadvantage because not all, but generally speaking, there is a lot of negative speak from older generations talking about how we're stupid, how we're the Tide Pod eating generation now, you know, we're never going to amount to anything and the world is going to end because of us. Um, but then there are other people out there who are destined, like they want to pour into us as much as they can and they're so willing to give the knowledge whenever they see hunger and drive and someone who's actually going to do what they say whenever they give advice so I think if you're really looking for it you can find it um, another thing is just really weeding out the good from the bad because since we live in a time where everybody is speaking, everybody can be an entrepreneur, everybody can have their ideas. There's also kind of this saturation where people want to come out, they want to speak on things that they might not know as much about as, as they say they do. Um, and that can kind of be a problem too, because then we run into, you know, the toxic coaches who just want to charge astronomical fees and they don't actually know <laughs> what they're talking about, you know, things like that. So I think it's there. We just really need to look for it and then vet our sources, make sure that they've been where we're trying to go. Mm. I would agree. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I would agree. Um, so 
I want to focus on you a bit more. Um, and I'm curious, like, what purpose or passion within yourself have you discovered in pursuing your business of copywriting for real estate people? Hmm, that's a great question. So a big one for me has just been discovering how different reality is Mm. because you know whenever we grow up we grow up with one view of life and then it's kind of hard for us to wrap our mind around the fact that other people don't have that view or just wrap our mind around other views um and working in the real estate space everyone believes in having multiple streams of income everyone believes in valuing time because that's the one thing you cannot get back you can't invest it and then get more time Mm -hmm. elsewhere like it doesn't multiply that way you just have to figure out where you can kind of like not spend time in certain areas so that Mm -hmm. you can spend it in others and just the way that their minds worked that blew mine I'm like (laughs) that's so crazy how they structure their lives so that they're actually enjoying things and that's another thing they really don't believe in doing things that they don't enjoy long term so of course they believe in hard work of course they believe in bootstrapping in the beginning so that you can get to your goals but you're doing the things you don't like so that further down the line you don't have to Mm. and you can have someone do it but know how it's supposed to look does that make sense yes Mm -hmm. so that's been something that has just really expanded my mindset and i've loved learning from even my clients i learn from them all the time they have changed my life as much as i feel like i've changed theirs if not more and uh, it's i just love that so much (laughs) well that's wonderful Um, What kind of traits or skills within yourself, whether born with or developed, do you think helped you foster this talent of entrepreneurship? Mm -hmm. Um, One is that I, I can talk, but publicly I don't really like to talk to people, which you would think would be something that you have to do as a writer. But for me, it's that I like to listen and observe and ask questions about things. Um, And then I actually think better through writing instead of talking. Mm -hmm. So in real life situations, it sucks because it's like whenever, you know, people like to communicate through talking and I am not that way. (laughs) Um, But when it comes to working it's wonderful because it's like i am able to sit down at a desk and think through things and ask all the questions and do the research on all the questions and i get paid to do it instead of just you know feeling nosy (laughs) it's my job (laughs) so it's so funny growing up i actually had a pair of binoculars by my window because i was always the nosiest one and then i would make up like all these theories about what was happening with my neighbors my mom was like you need to stop (laughs) but i would say also as far as things that were cultivated Um, In high school, I was a part of a debate club, and I absolutely loved that. Just being able to be the one to be behind the scenes and give my partner a well, thoroughly researched case that she could present. 
Um, I had to half present it, which I hated, but I loved that there was a job for people where I could do all those things. I could just, you know, make the really pretty packaging, make things super clear to people and sell them on an idea, a product, a service, whatever, um, and not have to be the one to present it. Mm. (laughs) And debate really helped with that. So... It's wonderful. <laughs> well, that's awesome. That's very cool. Um, yeah. It sounds like you've really found something that you are passionate about and um, that you're able to learn a lot, which I think <laughs> a lot of people around our age, I, to a certain extent, I agree that we're not always willing to learn. But I think, at least for me, that life is ever learning and you are ever a student of it um so you know that's wonderful really i think that's kind of the dream job to do what you love and continue to Mm -hmm. learn from it you know so that's awesome for you and i'm so happy for you um (laughs) so if people like if someone's listening to this episode and they're like oh copywriting that sounds cool i think I have decent grammar and, you know, a passion for telling stories or writing or whatever. Um, Do you feel like that's an industry that's like, um, like there's enough opportunity for other people to enter into that industry? Absolutely. There is such a need and there's such a need for good copywriters because there are a lot, but there are a lot of people who hear, oh, copywriting is a profitable industry and I can write, so I'm just going to go full speed ahead with it. And a lot of them don't take the time to learn what good copy is and then practice in order to actually create good copy. Because you can have all the templates, you can, you know, you can have the knowledge in your head, but if you're not practicing it, if you are not um, really figuring out for yourself what feels natural to you and what gets the best responses, then your copy is not really going to be good. Mm. So I feel like for people who do have that passion for storytelling, that's already, you're already a cut above a lot of copywriters because some of them just think, well, I'm good at writing structured sentences which is great (laughs) but if it's not engaging or if you can't make it relatable to people then they won't care as well (laughs) Mm, yeah Mm -hmm. and would you say nowadays with the rampant of social media and social media managers and all of that um that marketing in a way has gotten a bit harder because people can kind of see through the bs more Mm -hmm. you know because it's been around so long yeah Yeah. um do you have like any like quick tips for people who just in general may want to market themselves or just sell something promote something whatever on social media and they don't want to just be like look at me give me give me give me share 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 you know Yeah. Um, So like I said before, storytelling is everything. And what I tell almost all of my clients, actually all of my clients, is tell the story the way that you would tell it, but use words that mirror your client's language. For example, if you're selling like these little bath bombs and you have a fancy name for it and it's cute, but other people know it by a different 
wording by different wording you can still call it by the name that you have created for it but continue to describe it with the words that they use to describe it this way they can quickly see it in their mind what it is the experience that they're going to have with it etc <laughs> got you yeah so like for example if someone um had some like fancy pillow but they didn't call it a pillow yeah. it's probably best that you call it a pillow <laughs> right okay yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. so you cool. can have like a branded name for it but still like in your descriptions just explain that it's a pillow <laughs> right yeah 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 that makes sense um yeah. so is this business i mean i know the answer but for the listeners <laughs> is this business something that you profit from as like a full-time job or even just as a, a side hustle anything of the sorts yeah so this is my full-time job i absolutely love it um it's very flexible i can do it pretty much anywhere like i'm going a bunch of different places this summer and I'm able to just like take a couple of days to actually write everything that I have like for all my projects and then um, the rest of my vacations I can just enjoy them and then pick back up full time um, in I guess that'll be August or September. Mm, very yeah. cool very cool. Yeah. Um, so where would you say you are right now um with your business as well as where your goals are in the future for your business um let's see right now things are kind of slowing down a little bit so i have one full-time client um which is so awesome that i can just live off of one full-time client um but that's basically what's going on right now and i'm taking the time before vacations to just educate and get my systems back in order because i'm starting to change up some things um and then in the future i would just like for things to go a little more smoothly i would like to hire on a couple more people um and then see how how that works so probably starting in the fall i'll be more in training mode and then towards like the winter time frame a little later in the year then maybe i can you know take more of a step back since i'll have more help in my business well that's wonderful it must be yeah. kind of this uh interesting transition of kind of having a mentor to kind of becoming a mentor yourself you know yeah yeah it's scary sometimes <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah but i would imagine it's it's exciting because it offers new experiences and opportunity and even as a mentor you're probably still going to learn things along the way so that's true yeah true well, I have these final flash questions for you that I ask all my guests. Um, try yeah. to answer them as minimally as possible within a few words would be nice. Um, okay. So the first question is, who is your biggest, excuse me, supporter? <laughs> <laughs> Undoubtedly my mom. <laughs> mm. Yeah, that's beautiful. Uh, what's the best advice you were told? Ooh. Hmm. Be teachable. <laughs> mm. Mm. Yeah. 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 I think that's important with our age group nowadays. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I can be a know it all. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I get that. Um, what's the worst <laughs> advice you were ever told? Ugh. 
gosh, there's so much. I know. Um, <laughs> can we come back to that one? <laughs> yeah, sure, sure. Okay. Um, what are you most proud of about yourself or your business or both? Um, I guess the fact that I do it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, the fact that I don't quit on myself even during like my mental spazzes mm. um, and that I just, I do it. Mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, what life advice would you offer the listeners? Hmm. Definitely get a support group. Mm. Get mentors, get people who really believe in you. And I'm not just talking about people who are going to be yes people to you, but people who are going to tell you when you're kind of going crazy, people who are going to help put things back into perspective whenever you feel like the world is going crazy. Um, And just really pay attention to your unconscious actions, thoughts, all of those things. Um, And stay rooted in your support group. (laughs) Yeah, I I definitely agree with that. Um, So the last question before we go back to the other question uh, Mm -hmm. is what's one word that describes your business or talents? Fun. Oh, I like that. Okay. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I like that. Okay, so the final, final question going back to it is what is the worst advice you were ever told? Um, that it's okay to try and do things on my own. Mm. Even like we were talking about things that I don't like doing and somebody was telling me like, they're just going to be things that you just have to do on your own. And sometimes people aren't always going to be able to come help you and i understand where they were coming from but just in my mind if i'm expecting someone to come along and help me eventually i will find someone to come along and help me um and it's just ridiculously hard and takes so much more time to try and do it on your own so always expect to have the help that you need Mm, it's beautifully said and i agree yeah it's important to kind of um have a tribe of people who support you but also help you because as you grow as an entrepreneur you know even if Mm -hmm. you try to do everything at a certain point things are just going to fall through the cracks and you need other people to make sure that doesn't happen so yeah yeah, i i definitely agree i definitely agree um well Uh, for the listeners, uh, who have enjoyed this episode and enjoyed listening to you, um, where can they find all of your platforms and accounts and socials and all of that so that they can learn more about you, maybe become a client of yours? Yeah, so um, my website is divinewritingagency.com. My Facebook is the same Divine Writing Agency. And then on Instagram, which I'm not as active on anymore, Instagram and LinkedIn, I'll be Divine Bunch. Okay. And I'll make sure to put the links of all of that in the uh, episode description. So you guys should definitely check that out. Um, 
I've have forgotten to mention some personal info from the last episode, but with this episode, um, this episode is special to me because Divine and I are kind of like childhood friends. So yeah. being able to watch Divine kind of just flourish into this entrepreneur is very inspirational to me, and I'm grateful to have her on the podcast today. So um, I hope you guys learned something about her because she's very awesome. And uh, yeah, anything else you have to say, Divine? Well, same to you. It's been so wonderful. I mean, gosh, we've known each other since we were, what, six? Something well, like I that. I was six, you were seven. <laughs> <laughs> and it's just been so awesome to see how your brand has flourished, how mm. you've grown as an individual, how you've become, you know, so independent. And you always had just really amazing wisdom to share with people. So I'm so glad that you have created your platform and that you're just doing the dang thing. I'm so proud of you. <laughs> oh, thank you. You you're make welcome. me blush. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah. Well, thank you so much be for uh, being on the podcast today. Um, it means absolutely a lot. And uh, yeah, that's it. <laughs> thank you for having me. <laughs>